0: I know where the heck have I been? What have I been doing? Why has it taken me so long to just post another episode? And the truth is is that I don't really have a concrete and solid answer for you. Uh, mm-hmm. All I've really been telling people that have been asking me is that I just have a lot going on in my life right now and that I'm stressed out and that I'm anxious all the time and that's not really a fun time. If you're somebody that deals with with anxiety on a regular basis, well, hello. Hi, friend. Um, You know what it's like, even though we all experience things very differently, even with people who have the same kind of feelings we experience things very differently, but we also can relate to one another because we're kind of like, hey, (laughs) cut from the same cloth, but with a different fabric. (laughs) But I do want to apologize to you guys that I haven't been keeping this up to date. However, (sighs) September 9th, today is my birthday. and i am officially 28 and it's a good time because if you guys remember last year i said how 27 was a really ugly number and 28 is just like a really perfect like like it's it's like a consolation prize think of it as like you're running a race and they give you the participation trophy but they also place you in second place like it's not first place so it's not like amazing Um, but it's still an even number and you still feel really great because you made it to the podium. That's what 28 feels like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Anyways, to commemorate this very joyous occasion, (laughs) as as I want to call it, joyous, quote unquote, joyous occasion, I wanted to talk to everyone a little bit about things that I wish I knew when I was starting my 20s. And this is kind of inspired by a number of things because there's been a significant amount of people that have been asking me, oh, when's the podcast coming back? I really want to listen. I really have like an idea or like people will suggest things to me to talk about. And my audience tends to be people that have already passed that stage in life or people that are just starting that stage in life and i think this is just applicable to everybody because even if you've already passed your 20s or even your 30s regardless of how old you are it's always good to keep these things as a reminder because i feel like sometimes we let these things uh just pop up into our lives all over again so i guess this is just applicable to everybody and anybody who's listening whether you're a boy whether you're a girl whether you're in a relationship whether you're single doesn't matter it'll be applicable to everybody. And I'm super stoked to just finally have some inspiration back. So just sit back, relax, my friends, grab your cafecito and enjoy. Now, there's a pro, and I feel like there's a pro and a con of being on social media. The pro is that you get to connect with all your friends, you get to look at some lovely pictures, you get to look at some funny memes, and if you guys know me, I'm pretty sure I have mentioned this before, I love memes. Till the day I die, I will be saving every single inappropriate meme and every single Spongebob meme on my phone (laughs) till the day that I die. I'm, I'm saying this now because that's just the way that it is, but the the cons of having social media are kind of just I mean obviously we know there's that toxic there's that toxic level of like oh you have to be achieving something you have to be doing this and my life is so much better than yours and life is great and life is this and like everyone just kind of makes their life out to how they want to present it not necessarily how it actually is and so when we compare ourselves to this false narratives that are going around. Obviously it makes us feel bad. It makes us feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing anything with my life. (laughs) And another con of having social media, I feel like there's just like a whole bunch of people just trying to shove things down your throat. I cannot tell you how many Instagram reels I have seen where people are just trying to push some sort of narrative, some sort of some sort of projection onto you when you didn't ask for it. I've been seeing that so 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 much lately and while I am making the point that that type of stuff is very very toxic I think in other ways certain things can speak to you and certain things can really hit you in the gut where it hurts or hit you in the gut right where it feels really good and you can really take those things into account and start to apply them to your own life. Now take that with a grain of salt because like I said Social media has this very, very, very weird way of making everything seem so, so nice and so pretty. It's like, it's like, it's like taking, um, I don't know, it's like taking a dump in the, <laughs> I can't. I can't explain this any better way, but it's like taking the dump in the middle of the street, putting it in a gift box, wrapping it up, putting nice wrapping paper all over it, and then giving it to your friend. That's basically what it is. It looks nice on the outside, but then on the inside, you see that it's still just a pile of poop. Now, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? I promised that there's a purpose to this, and I'm not just rambling on about wrapping up... Your poop from the middle of the street. <laughs> One day I was scrolling through Instagram as I normally do, and this was just an absent minded scroll, but sometimes the algorithm really works in your favor sometimes. And I was listening to somebody speak on th- something that they had heard themselves, and I think it was like kind of like the spark or like I guess like the inspiration I needed to kind of talk about this topic. But essentially, they had said, Who you are now. Is the person you needed the most for your younger self? Ooh, y'all, let that sink in for a minute. Let that sink in because when I heard that, I was like, dang, dude. Like, I definitely can 300% say with confidence that me at 20, well now 28 years old, oh my gosh, 13 year old me would have thought she was so cool. So, so cool. Like, to give you guys just a little bit of, a, of an understanding of this, even, like, 20-year-old me would have thought that I was cool, okay? Like, let's be real here, but, like, 13-year-old me was bullied, very self-conscious, very nervous around people sometimes, didn't really have, like, a solid friend group, um, didn't really know where her, where what direction her life was going to go in. Was a late bloomer, so I was really awkward in my body. And, like, I just really, oh, God, I don't want to ever relive those, those years of, of, of my life ever again. But I always used to see, like, the older high school girls or, like, the university girls. And I always used to be like, wow, they're so pretty. Like, I could never be those girls or, like, even, like, the successful uh, people, out there like especially successful women I was just like oh man I wish that could be me but who knows if that's ever going to be me and who would have thought like 15 years later that I would have come to a place where I really am starting to feel I'm not saying that I'm fully confident but I am very much aware of how far I've come and how much better it feels to know you know even though you've gone through so much that it feels so good to feel like oh, I've done, I've done such great things with my life where I've learned so many amazing things. Now then, now then, now then, now then, this kind of ties back to the whole idea of what I was saying where it's like these are things that I wish that I knew when I was in my early 20s and I'm pretty sure I'm going to continue to keep learning as I continue blossoming in my late 20s but the first one that I want to talk about and I think like I said it applies to everybody but it is okay to not have it all figured out. Out. I feel like everybody always says this about every journey, adventure, life situation that they've ever been in. And I remember speaking to one of my friends a few weeks back, and I'm not gonna give you too many details about their life, but they've just been really in a place where they don't know what the heck is gonna happen with their life or where they don't really know what direction to go in or what sorts of things they need to focus on in their early 20s. And I had mentioned that my own experiences are very much tied to the fact that as soon as I was starting university, I very much felt this pressure to have it figured out. And if you guys have listened to previous episodes, then you will know that things didn't work out for me when I first started university. I was a nervous wreck. I was really sad because all of my friends seemed like they were having the time of their lives and I wasn't because I was the only one that went to my school from my high school, at least from my friend group. I was the only one that went to that school and everybody else had at least one other person going to school with them, either that or they had made friends because they were living on campus and had a dorm and went to college parties and went to do all these fun things whereas me I was commuting I didn't really make an effort to make any friends I was not doing well in my classes all the friends that I did make during orientation they had either dropped out switched programs or didn't have the same schedule as me it was just a nightmare but I was so fixated on the fact that I needed to have all of these things set out in stone and figured out right away, that it really, really started to take a toll on my mental health. And again, like me being 28 now and realizing that, like, I've already passed undergrad, I've already passed postgrad, which is my master's degree, and hopefully in the future, I will be doing my PhD soon. Like, After going through all of this academic, through that, through this academic journey and seeing failure right in the face, like staring it right in the face and being like, all right, well, well, that's that then. (laughs) After seeing it like stare at me right in the face, like I've come to realize that that's, that's inevitable. Like you can never prevent these types of things to happen to you as much as you want to. Like this is speaking from somebody who's very much a perfectionist and very much is like, a yes person or doesn't know how to say no it's inevitable things are gonna be out of your control and the sooner that you realize that the sooner that you come to terms with the fact that you can't be in control of everything i promise you the more better off you are going to be now kind of related to that actually now that i'm thinking about it so this whole idea of like not having it figured out is in relation to another thing that I wish that I knew when I was in my 20s, which is asking for help is a sign of strength and not weakness. And I'm still actually learning this right now as a 28 year old, or as now as a 28 year old, where I very much have struggled with the fact, and I've been very transparent with y'all about this, is that I very much struggle with the fact that I don't like it when people worry about me. I hate it. Like when I'm going through something or when I'm dealing with a really severe issue or a really bad case of anxiety, I don't like telling people. I don't like saying to them, hey, listen, I'm dealing with this right now, blah, blah, blah. Like it takes a lot out of me for me to explain that to you. So if I do explain that type of thing to you, just know it took a lot of effort and it took a lot of soul. It took a lot of heart for me to do that. But but that's the, that's the thing that I'm coming to terms with right now, though, is the fact that um a lot of times when it comes to, when it comes to our mental health or even just in general like i feel like it's so stigmatized it's still so stigmatized i should say for somebody to be like hey listen like i'm really struggling with this can you help me out or what are your thoughts on this like how do you think i should go about it blah 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 like asking even asking for like simple advice or just asking for somebody else's thoughts nowadays like is just so It's it's so difficult because you want to know something. I feel like I mean this might be a bold opinion, but whatever it is, what it is is that we're scared to ask for other people's opinions now because we're scared of what the other person what the other person might hit you back with or retaliate with and things like that. Like this difference of opinion thing. mm, Wait a minute. This different. There is there is a difference between having a difference of opinion and just being a flat out. You know. Being somebody that is completely wrong. (laughs) I, I need to emphasize that very, very much, especially when it comes to issues like race and gender and all that stuff. But I'm not gonna get completely into that. But when you're asking for somebody advice, you're so, so scared of what they're gonna think of you because you only want them to see you a certain way. Like that was something that I really struggled with, especially in my 20s. Like when I first started to dip into the dating pool, especially, like my first ever serious relationship. I remember I really wanted him to like me so bad and and I I tried my best to just kind of maintain and stick to, you know, what I thought he was going to like and everything like that and then it turns out, wait a minute, like he actually just likes me just the way that I am. Why do I need to change myself? And then in turn, another serious relationship that I got into, it just was a complete flip where no, like he probably wouldn't like me the way that I am, so I have to change so that way he does like me and he's gonna stay in my life forever and I'm gonna marry him. We're gonna have a ton of babies and it's gonna be amazing. Yes, I was thinking this at twenty five. <laughs> really gross, I know. But I've I learned that, you know, you oftentimes if somebody if somebody's really looking at you and is like, oh, like you need to change this, 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 and this about yourself in order for me to like you, like Uh, you really need to rethink those things but just kind of going back to my point about you know asking somebody for their opinion on somebody or something or just asking somebody hey like I really need help with this what do you think I should do or what sorts of things do you do when you're dealing with a similar situation and that's kind of why this podcast even came to be right because a lot of my friends would come to me and ask me for certain things or like would ask for my advice on certain topics and whatnot and I would always (laughs) I would always be the friend that would just pull a story out of her bum because I have a ton of them as you can already see. I'd be the the one to pull it out of her bum and be like oh my goodness a similar situation has happened to me and this is how I dealt with it. You can choose to deal with it the same way or more often than not I would tell them please don't deal with it like I did because the, the, the end result will not be good for you. <laughs> so I really wish that in my early 20s, there was a lot more emphasis or I wish I had learned a little bit sooner that asking for help isn't a bad thing. You know, we're all human beings and nobody in this world is perfect. And again, that's something that I'm really recognizing here because as I just mentioned previously, I'm very much a perfectionist. So sometimes there are things that are completely out of your control and you don't know the answer to. You know what I mean? <laughs> when I, uh, another shining example of this is when I first started one of my first ever real jobs. I had no idea what the heck I was doing, and I was terrified to ask my coworkers for help. And when I did ask them for help, I said sorry. I was like, I'm so sorry that I don't know this. Like I, 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 I should know this. I should know this. I should know this. And one of my colleagues, bless her heart, she said to me, "You're new. You're new to this job. Why would you already know this right off of the bat?" obviously you're going to keep learning, obviously you're going to keep asking questions, like that's a given. And you know something that's really stuck with me since then? Because now I will boldly and proudly ask 855 questions when I don't understand something especially when it comes to math and calculations because that's part of my job that I have right now when it comes to math and calculations because I was never good at it and I never learned it the way that I should have learned it and I never took it seriously and so this is why I ask a million questions and I ask for help when I need the help and and more oftentimes than not people do not mind when you ask them and that's another thing that we have this misconception of is that you're going to piss somebody off or that you're going to annoy somebody when it's really not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. This next one, I know for a fact, one of y'all is going to resonate with with me about this because I really, for the love of God, I really wish that somebody had told me this when I was 24. <laughs> Which is, which is, please, 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 please do not chase after someone who has clearly shown you that they do not care about you or your feelings. I need to say that again for the people in the back. Please do not chase after someone who has clearly shown you they do not care care y'all ever heard the phrase if he wanted to he would this can apply to to women as well or people um using she her pronouns if she wanted to she would if he wanted to he would if they wanted to they would Hmm? (laughs) i can't tell you how much i need to emphasize this to anybody who needs to hear it because i know damn well there's at least one person that's listening right now that definitely needs to hear it um and i'll and i'll and i'll tell you guys it saves you so much time and hurt to just let that person go and i know it might be so difficult for you because you have x y and z history you have this much of a situation and oh no no no, no but he told me this time like he's gonna be different and this time like she's gonna make more of an effort or this time you know things are gonna change and whatnot. I want to say that like in one out of a thousand, maybe even 10,000 times, that's true. But going back to my previous point is if they wanted to, then they would. You wouldn't need to justify anything if they really were changing right before your eyes or if they really were putting in the effort right before your eyes. I'll, I'll tell you something. The last episode of season one... Y'all heard this really tragic story of a girl that was hurting really, really bad over a relationship with somebody who, quite frankly, did not consider her feelings whatsoever. And I remember thinking to myself, why did I go through that? Why did I embarrass myself like that? I feel so humiliated at, at, at this point everybody's going to look at me like I'm a loser. And I had all of these very, very negative thoughts racing throughout my mind. And when I look back on it, I know it's easy for me to say because like that's a very, very deep part of my past that I remember and I laugh about now. And when when in reality at the time, I was deeply, deeply hurt by it. But like reflecting on it now and again, kind of just tying into this theme of something I really wish that I knew when I was in my early 20s is that there were very clear signs that this person only wanted one thing from me and as soon as they got it, and as soon as things got too real, as soon as things started to get difficult or the slightest bit of difficulty was there is when they decided to leave. And they showed me numerous times that they didn't care. And yet I still continued holding on, holding on to that rope. Actually, that kind of reminds me of an image I saw. I don't remember if it was Instagram or if it was LinkedIn. Or (laughs) that's how you know that I'm old. I'm talking about LinkedIn, (laughs) LinkedIn or Pinterest. I can't remember, but it was an image of a cartoon that was holding on to like a holding on to a rope, and was very much holding on because they were like, "Oh my gosh, like I can't let go because I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna fall." But then when they let go of the rope, you could see that they had all these scars on their or these blisters on their hands because they were holding on so tightly. And once they got off, they realized that the height from where like they were holding on from the rope or whatever, uh, it wasn't even that high and then the caption for it was like sometimes it's sometimes it's only hurting us some 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 cheesy quote like this where it's like it's hurting us to hold on more than it is to let go or something like that but that's just what popped into my mind just now and it's true sometimes you're hurting so so much holding on to something that is really like it's and when that is in fact the thing that's hurting you the most you know what i mean and that's always the prime example that i use for everybody is that i know exactly what it feels like to chase after somebody who truly doesn't have your best interests at heart and i can guarantee you and i'm not trying to make this into like a whole preach moment but truthfully and and this is comedy this is coming from somebody that's seen it firsthand is when you put it you 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 put it out there and you decide hey you know what i'm gonna just let things be as they need to be and as god intended them to be Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. life sure does surprise you it really does surprise you and you know something it's even better when you finally are able to see like this is this is years down but you're finally able to see hey wait a minute the way that that person treated me was definitely not what i deserved And the person in the future that you end up meeting, who knows? They're the ones that change everything for you. Not to mention the fact that you start to, like, just really praise the bare minimum. And that's something that you, like, are like, hey, wait a minute. This is what people should be doing. Not, like, we shouldn't be praising people for, like, actually asking me how my day was. (laughs) or We shouldn't be praising people for them, like, asking if they want to hang out with me. Like, that should be something that's a given. But when you've been dealing with a bunch of hurt, like I have sometimes those little things in life are worth celebrating, you know? Semi-related to this thing that I just talked about where it's like if somebody has clearly shown you that they don't care, mm, this this is another thing that I wish I learned in my early 20s is people in your life will come and go. And instead of focusing on why they left, focus on why they came into your life. Now this is a very hard mindset to change because I remember that okay I'm going to give you the university example and I had a bunch of friends that I was really close with in high school and as soon as university hit it was inevitable that we were all going to drift apart because we were all into different things. We were doing different things. We were making different friends. We weren't seeing each other as often. It was inevitable. And I remember talking to my partner about this the other day or not the other day, but like a couple months ago, we were sitting in the parking lot. just I'm just casually airing out my business here, but you know, what else is new? We were sitting in the parking lot talking about the fact that, you know, um, I had friends in high school that I literally would talk to all the time all the freaking time and now I don't even know what their life is like anymore and it made me really like it, it made me really sad and I'm not gonna lie it made me really sad because you know I, you you see that dynamic change so drastically when you're in your early 20s I feel like and I mean if you're like me it really upsets you because at that time it really upsets you because you're like oh I thought we were gonna be best friends forever I thought we were gonna stay in touch I thought we were gonna make the effort for each other oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness and (laughs) i mean if you're listening to this and you're thinking okay why do you care about the relationships that you had in high school dude like you're like almost like in your 30s why does that even matter but truthfully depending on the on the types of situations you found yourself in with this person or even even if it's a friend that like you know from a few years ago like say you're 25 and you were friends with them when you were 22 and you guys don't talk that much anymore it sucks it sucks to lose a friendship that you thought was going to last a decent amount of time but one thing that i have learned in this struggle I call life is people will come and go in your life and that's just the way that it is sometimes again it just goes back to the idea of that you're not always in control of things sometimes things just happen sometimes you're friends with somebody for a certain time frame and then once that time frame is over you guys move on with your lives and there's no bad blood between you or it's not even that you have any animosity towards each other it's just that's how life happens but one thing I've been learning a lot is to focus on the reason why they came into your life going back to this whole story of you know my best friend in high one of my best friends in high school Her and I used to do everything together. We had sleepovers. We would go over to each other's houses after school. We would walk home from school together. We would spend lunch hour together. Like, we were just inseparable. And everybody knew in high school that, you know, if you see Sarah, you see the other chick. If you see the other chick, you see Sarah. You know, we were inseparable like that. And it made me really sad at one point because we obviously ended up going to different universities. And we tried to upkeep our friendship. But in reality, it just wasn't the same anymore because we were into different things and we were moving in different directions that's not to say you know her and I have any bad blood between each other because when we do see each other it's great you know we get along super well and we pick up where we left off and so that's caused me to kind of reflect a little bit though that when our friendship was at its peak when it was great you know what are the things that I can take from that And I always think like I have such funny memories with her and we got to do such fun stuff when we were 16, 17 years old, you know, that was like a good time, you know, and I think that that can apply to any, any friendship or any, you know, relationship that you've ever really had. I mean obviously if it didn't end very well or if there's animosity and things like that it's very difficult for us to come to terms with the fact that you know oh how am i going to find anything positive to come out of that i really wish that i hadn't gone through that or i really wish that they had never even been a part of my life it's very easy for us to become very bitter about things like that but even in situations like that i've kind of come to learn and grow a lot more as a person as opposed to the positive relationships that have just kind of faded you know what I mean going back to that example of the relationship with a person that just didn't care about my feelings again I very much have learned now at this point they came into my life to show me how I shouldn't be treated or how I should very much view my self-worth and at this point now in my life I can confidently say like you know, I'm never going to put myself in a position like that ever again, where I'm in a relationship with somebody where I start to question, do they even like me? Do Should I change this about myself or should I compromise this or should I, you know, like it's, it, there is always something, there's always, always, always something that you can learn from a friendship that you lost or some sort of relationship that didn't go as, 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 as how you thought it would go. Last but not least, last but not least, this is a work in progress because me at 28, I'm still working on this, but there was something that recently happened in my life that told me that I needed to talk about this because this happened a lot more often when I was younger versus, and I'm probably going to talk about it in another episode in way more detail, but it happened a lot more when I was younger versus how it's happening right now in my life as in, as a person in my late 20s, but it's, it's, it's this it's probably not as bad as you think it is. And even if it is just as bad, or worse, you will 100% not be in the same position a year from now. My therapist had recently given me something that really, really helped me um, understand, you know, timelines, and how you're feeling in the moment, versus how you're feeling in the future versus how you're feeling in the past. And I think this is a really great exercise to do. I'm not a therapist. I'm really only just re- reiterating what was said to me or um, what's the word? I can't come up with it right now. I'm really only just yeah, passing along the information that was given to me. So here, here here it is. Here it is. It is a method that is called decatastrophizing. And essentially, it's an activity where you write down the things that you're worried about or something that you're really scared of. And then when you write it down, you write an entire list of things that you think might happen as a result of that thing that you're scared of. So for example, I have a crush on this girl in my math class, let's say, for example. All right, so what is it that you're worried about? Oh, I'm worried that she's not going to like me back or I'm worried that she's going to think I'm weird. All right, cool. All right. All right. How likely is it that that's going to come true? And if you have examples of something like that happening in the past to you based on like, like something based on previous experiences that kind of confirm that that's going to happen, like talk about it, write it down, all of those things, right? And then you talk about, you know, if this does come true, say, for example, she does think that you're weird, she or, or you do end up telling her, sorry, you do end up telling her that you like her, this girl in your math class, you tell her that you like her, right? What is the worst possible thing that could happen like the absolute 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 worst i mean off the top of my head right now is she'll never speak to me again or she's gonna gossip to her friends about me and think that i'm a loser or think that i'm weird that's the absolute worst i don't know in high school or in your early 20s rejection sucks i don't know whatever then it kind of does like a flip on you or like this activity does a flip on you where it says if your worry does come true what is most likely to happen so you see how you change the narrative from like the worst worst possible thing that you can think of to something that is most likely going to happen so then you start to make it a little bit more realistic in your mind so if I tell this girl in my math class that I like her most likely she's going to be like oh I didn't know that you felt that way and one of two options is going to happen she's either going to say listen I don't really like you like that but thanks for telling me it's cool whatever you know not really, not really any response. You, you face that little bit of that little stink of rejection and then that's it. Or she says, oh my gosh, I have been waiting my whole life for you to tell me this. Please tell me you're serious because I have been feeling the exact same way. Now, these are two very different scenarios and are very likely to happen. Now, this is, I think, out of everything, every part of this activity, this is the thing that I loved the most about it. And I'm just going to bring it all together with this little thing is where if your worry comes true, what are the chances that you'll be okay in one week, in one month, and in one year? Now, those things are very, very obviously those timelines can jump like significantly and you don't even necessarily need to stretch it that far. You can literally even do this like um, one week, one month, four months you know it doesn't have to be a year because who the heck knows what they're going to be like in a year you know what I mean but I feel like this helps tremendously when it comes to thinking about you know it's probably not as bad as you think it is and even if it is as bad as you think it is or worse than what you think it is you're eventually going to be okay whether it's in one week 1 month, 1 year, 5 years, 10 years and you're still thinking about the girl from your math class that rejected you. I well, fam, I don't know what to tell you if you're thinking about this girl like 10 years after she rejected you. Like, come on, let's 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 move on. Let's stop being so down bad. <laughs> but I feel like this this was something that I really needed to hear in my early 20s cuz I can't tell you how disappointed it, it was. For me to be in my psych 1000 class and failing the first test <laughs> failing the first test that we did and i was like oh my gosh i'm never gonna get over this and i'm a failure at life and like i'm never gonna figure out what i'm gonna do with my life and i just hate it here i hate it here i hate it here and well my friends if y'all know the story y'all know the story two degrees later and a really awesome career later i am doing okay And that Psych 1000 class, I haven't even thought about it for two seconds other than just right now. So I promise you, if you're going through something right now, it'll be okay. It'll be okay, my friend. And well, my friends, after all that time spent away and being on hiatus for a little brief moment, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at SoDeezy. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions on things I should talk about, well, then hit me up. Wow. This is, this is like bittersweet, you know, like the end of a, the 27, the 27 era has been a very, very, very interesting time. Let me just say it has been a very interesting time, but 28 feeling great so many things to look forward to and uh and, and and I mean there may be some highs there may be some lows but I'm looking forward to it all and guys I promise the inspiration is here and you know when I am feeling a little bit down or when I am feeling like not really recording an episode i mean i'll be as transparent as i can with you guys i still gotta keep some things to myself obviously but i'll be as transparent as i can with y'all and like i said this podcast or like i've been saying this podcast is all about you know just hanging out with one of your friends one of your homegirls, and just kind of resonating with her when it comes to a certain issues she has in life because i'm sure if somebody's listening here and they feel like huh this week has been kind of terrible or huh this week has been kind of awesome. You know, you can relate to me in either one of those ways. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. But anyways, as always, as always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so very much, and so does 28-year-old me. Happy birthday, Sarah So busy. Okay, bye!